Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens. He's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Mr. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Matt, I'm doing good, but I'm not sitting on Miami Beach either like you are. <laughs> we are on uh, spring break here in Miami. I've got uh, outside my window, it's a little high-rise condo here, uh, crystal, almost like turquoise water. Really pretty, actually. It is pretty. Uh, 80 and sunny. Uh, been pretty neat down here uh, for the week. Good. Well, that's uh, that's good times. I'll be uh, I'm taking some time off tomorrow and Friday. Going to go down and uh, watch some golf here, at TPC. So. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes. We'll see who's going to win it this year. That that's all. That's the fifth major, man. I love it. I love it too. A lot of money to be made there, um, but not for me. I'm just going to spend it there. So. <laughs> spending it. <laughs> all right. Hey. Uh, so let's see. We were starting this conversation offline. And I was saying, I'm actually down here in Miami going to meet with a, a dentist tomorrow. It's, a, it's actually funny. It's a father-daughter dentist, you know, like a father and then the daughter. And it was getting in there and what's, you know, first things first, right? And so whether you're talking to a dentist or any type business owner, uh, HVAC contract, electrician, you know, what's first? First things first. And so I was just trying to think, you and I are talking, what do they come to with us? You know, they usually say stuff like, I'm working too hard. I feel stuck. I'm frustrated. I'm stressed out. I'm spending too much time at work. I don't have enough cash flow. Like that's what we, that was one of our first ones. You just covered a lot. Um, <laughs> but if let's, um, it all, and I, I'll say it all depends on um, the, the, the business owner at that point, I would think, because um, if they're like six months in business, and you know I don't typically work with startups, but yeah, if they're six months in business, then then that's a completely different conversation. Now, if you're talking to somebody who has been in business a while, they have a good clientele, and they know who their target market is, okay? Now, if you don't know who your target market is, that's the first thing you got to figure out, and, and you got to be real clear. I mean, I, you want to get the demographic as clear as possible, and I think you and I would both agree on that. that would, word of, word oh, yeah. The, uh, it's funny you say that because, well, there are two things just came to mind. One is that, uh, you know, I always say there are three things you need in business, right? So you need to, you need to attract your clients, which means we got to identify your target market. How are we going to attract it? You and I talk about lead magnets and that type of stuff. And then we got to deliver our service. How are we going to deliver that wow experience? More importantly, how am I going to delegate or outsource? I'm the king of delegation or outsourcing. Like, I just think you should work on your A-plus activities. Uh, then we're going to do uh, what I call the after service or the scaling, right? So how are we going to stay in touch with our existing clients so they come back for more business or so they send us referrals, right? So how do we scale it or, or create the repeat business? Those are kind of the uh, attract, deliver, and scale or service is kind of what I talk about. Um, so it's, so you're exactly right though. You got to be able to attract the clients because the, the de facto is we're not dealing with startups here. You and I are dealing with people that have been in business for a while and they probably know what they're doing. They're a good electrician. They're a good HVAC guy. They're a good dentist. They're good at their, I call that a good tactician. They're good at whatever they're good at. So but let's like, just, let's just uh, take that right there is, um, and that's normally when I, it doesn't matter what business they're in. I'm going to assume whatever business you're in that you can deliver. If, if I can deliver you lots of clients, I, I'm going to assume you can turn your widget into cash because I just don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a dentist. Oh, wow. However, yeah. um, so the delivery step, um, we, 
I typically assume that that is a solid piece of the action. Now, how you're going to talk to them and bring them back in for additional purchases, those are things that you and I have expertise right. in. But right. I always assume the delivery step um, is being done well by the person I'm, right. I'm dealing with. If it's not, they need to hire somebody who's really a systems, anal retentive, organized person to help them create systems that get those things done. That's not me. I mean, I'm, I'm a visionary. I can help you with you know, the oh, see, now, see, that is one of the things that I do. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So, so like part of my thing, it's not, is, is put in the systems and processes, right? That would be, uh, we talk about Dan Sullivan, unique ability. I call it your A plus activities. And so, yeah, like I would actually say the dentist here, how would you run your office more efficiently? Right. And, and it's not so much that I'm the guy that put in the systems and the processes, but if you ask the right questions, which you and I have learned to do, then, then, then you'll tell me the right system. You know there's got to be a better way that you can do your scheduling. You know there's a better way you could probably run your office. You know there's a better way you could schedule your HVAC installs, right? So, so you could do that. I know you can do that because I definitely do that. Again, well, I'm not I, the I, system guy. Don't get me wrong because what I, what I do typically when I hire somebody and um, at one time had 18 employees, I'm glad I don't have 18 employees anymore, but – <laughs> they would say, what's the system for this? And I would literally go, I'd write it out for them. Yes. Say, that's the system. And they yes. go, that's not a system. I say, I know you're going to take yes. that and you're going to make it a lot better because I'm not a systems guy. But right. the, the truth is when you're, if you're not, if you're like me, if you're a visionary, right. you hire systems people to help you do those fulfillment people. I believe that, you know, then the business breaks down into, um, you know, uh, sales and marketing, uh, operations, and then accounting, which accounting breaks down to HR. I mean, all of those break down in other areas, but you've got three sides of your business. So sales and marketing, and then the operations are the systems and all that stuff. And, and, if, and operations can break down into shipping and receiving and, and all the different other areas. But that, the point being, if you are a systems person, build the systems and find somebody who can help you uh, with the other areas to, to bring the customer oh, yeah, yeah. to make it rain. Right. So, but that's funny. So that, that's actually one of the things like, uh, so Dan Sullivan, Dean Jackson, uh, they got a great podcast called uh, Joy of Procrastination. I listen to it all the time. And we talk about the, the who, not how. So you're talking about the who. Find a who that can do it for you. So, so I'll even go back to like this dentist where it's like a dentist is really good at dentist, right? They're really good at doing cavities and implants and, 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 and caps and all that. They're really good at dentistry. Um, they may not be good at the other parts of it. So they need a who, like an office manager, like a hygienist, like a, an assistant who can do like a bookkeeper who can do that other stuff you just mentioned, right? Yep. That, that it's, they're looking for the who they know that they just want to see more patients. And can somebody so, else schedule the patients and get them in the door? If I were to deal with a professional, like, I mean, yeah. uh, and I say professional, what I mean by professional is I mean dentist, doctor, lawyer, um, accountant, uh, or CPA, um, uh, even uh, engineer, whether mechanical, electrical, somebody who's, who studied technically to become a professional employee. That's what that is. I mean, oh, okay. so they studied to become a professional employee because this is the big problem. <laughs> I got a good friend of mine who's an attorney. He's a divorce lawyer. And he's like, I don't know how to increase my income because 
I can only do so many cases. And my response was, which would be the same with a dentist, well, you probably shouldn't sell any more services that require your time. And, and so let's focus on the dentist you're talking to. How, how would I help that dentist increase revenue right now? And I think you, you and I, you probably know where I'm going with this. Well, the dentist, if he does implants or he does specializes in something, I, I highly recommend that his, his marketing um, should be geared toward the highest uh, profit and the highest price point thing that he can do per hour. So if that's implants, then he should focus on implants. Um, not if it's not a specialty, mind you, but where he should really start to make it rain is start selling, you know, on the low end, start selling a lot more cleanings that never require his time because he can sell thousands and thousands of cleanings where he never even has to meet with those people and he can make a lot of money doing that and it doesn't require his time because what most professionals do is they forget that they're an entrepreneur instead of um, they think they're an employee to their business and they're not, they are still an entrepreneur. And if they want to make money, they got to figure out how to sell things instead of how to work for their money. They're, they can't, they can't keep trading hours for dollars and think they can win at that game. They've got to sell products and services that don't require their time. So I, right. And, and it's funny you say that. So, so I, I deal with, I, I got, I have a couple lawyer clients as well as the dentist clients, but the dentist clients you, you talk about there, is it's really almost like a, uh, uh, I always call it capacity utilizations. How many spots can you, uh, how many surgeries or can you do? How many implants, how many uh, uh, cavities, how many caps can you do a day? And then how many are open? Mm -hmm. And let's fill up those spots, right? So I almost come at it from the capacity issue as opposed to let's do the highest price one. Let's just fill up the spots first. Once all the spots are filled up, then we'll worry about moving to the, the higher pricing. If, if the spots aren't full, get the spots full. Absolutely yeah. fill the spots. And then on the, on the lawyer stuff, it's really quite, kind of funny because that's actually where I think systems and processes come through. So I have a, a divorce attorney client and I have a personal injury guys, right? So the personal injury guys, injury guys are great in the sense of you would think we took that down to a system and a process and exactly what part of the – personal injury somebody's in a car wreck okay somebody has been injured trip and fall dog bite whatever you want to call it but even that is an, is an entire process and out of that process the lawyer doesn't have to be involved in everything he needs to be involved in the deposition maybe the initial client meeting and maybe negotiating settlement not even necessarily right so I took the the personal injury guy and we broke it down where it was like, really, the most important thing for him to do is to make sure the cases are moving along. He has staff who can move the case along. He was being involved. He was the bottleneck of his own law firm because he felt like he needed to be involved in every single process. It's like, no, you don't need to be. What you, you need to do the deposition. The lawyer has to do the deposition. That has to be done by the lawyer, right? But, but filing the paperwork and, and, and sending the letters to the insurance companies doesn't have to be done by you. Now, you can make sure there's systems and processes to get it done, right, and to double-check it or to approve it, but you didn't have to do it. Same thing with that divorce lawyer, right? So the divorce lawyer is the same thing, which, which he doesn't have to do everything, right? He just has to do pieces of it. So um, 
the two ways you do that is figure out what your pieces are that you have to do and delegate the rest. You have a, a legal assistant do most of the documentation, um, most of the gathering of the information. Heck, you can use CPAs or, or, or uh, what they call um, some other CPAs who specialize in divorce. But then you start moving up scale, right? So well, it's like we, we have divorce attorneys in Atlanta who specialize in, I'm only going to deal with people who have $5 million and above. So if you, husband or wife, don't have more than $5 million and above, they're not going to see certain divorce lawyers. We have divorce lawyers who specialize in just representing the females. We and, have, and, that, you know, um, and, and specialize in just representing the male. Yeah, and then there's uh, a dollar level on top of that. So I want to go back to my friend who, and he has a, he's a good friend. I mean, I just, uh, we were out, at, uh, out for dinner last Friday night, and this was the conversation. And because he's a friend, now I'm, we're on the webinar, and I'm going to give some really, really good advice that I gave him. And it's not good advice because I'm saying it's because it's really good advice. If you're a divorce attorney, I, I asked him, I said, how many divorces? Now, he's not in the high-dollar case. He does family law. And I said, how many divorces um, are, do the couple actually break, try to settle on their own? He goes, that's actually very common. He goes, I actually, I can't work with both parties. However, in many cases, we sit at my conference table and they're talking it out. And so um, what I, I said is, it, does that happen often? He said, you, believe it or not, it actually happens probably more than the really bad divorces. He goes, because a lot of people, they realize, like, we got kids, let's try, to, let's try to break this. It's not working for us, but so let's try to break this without ruin, ruining our kids and everyone else. So um, I'm like, wouldn't it like behoove you to, to step outside of that and be able to like offer seminars on how to break amicably? And, you know, for three or $400. And you literally, you, you show them the everything you need to know how your divorce process is going to work and let you guys work on all these things so that when you go down, you each sit with an attorney, you all, you both do need representation, mind you. And if you're going to do these, these seminars, you can't represent anybody in the room. I understand as an attorney, that would be a conflict of interest, or you could only represent one. But I said, I said, could you fill a room up like that? He said, I could fill a room up very easily like that. And oh, so, dude, th this is hilarious because Dean Jackson, our guru we talk about, actually wrote a book called Stop My Divorce. And he teamed up with a divorce lawyer in Texas. So you can Google it. It's called Stop My Divorce. And that was the idea was, hey, stop your divorce. But if you can't figure out how to stop it, then call me to settle it. What you're actually saying is, you know, how to negotiate your own divorce. And if you guys can't negotiate it, call me. Or if you guys do come in amicable, you still need a lawyer to look over it, call me. That's yeah, what you're saying. By the time you pay the lawyer, you're not paying this big chunk. Yes. You guys have worked out most everything. So now you just say, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Attorney, um, please, you write up my half and they write yeah. up your, her half and then and, and it's done. So the point is, it doesn't matter what profession you're in. Um, you've got to figure out what your biggest problem is, I mean, I don't know if you saw my blog today. I, I, I wrote something very different from my normal, um, what to happen, what happens when, like when corporate America fires you basically. Um, and I don't typically help startups, but, um, the point is I don't care what line of work you're in. If, 
if you're in a marketplace and you see a problem in the marketplace and you have a way to solve that problem, you have tremendous opportunity as long as the market is big. I mean, if there's no market, you're not, I mean, you could solve the biggest problem on the planet, but if there's no market to sell it to, then it doesn't matter. But if there's a market and you can solve the problem, the money is there to be made always. So, I mean, it's funny, our, our clients are very similar and you and I end up talking about the same type of, uh, uh, what would you say, uh, uh, not results, but um, just- Well, like, this comes back solutions. to the, yeah, that's exactly right. And you were, here we are, we were talking about how to generate leads for your divorce lawyer. That's what that really was, right? Putting on a seminar or writing a book or writing a white paper on how to negotiate your divorce instead of how to stop your divorce. That'd be a great lead generation white paper. You know, yep. you and I talk about the lead magnets. There's your lead magnet leads into a webinar or a course that even charges money for, right? And then, hey, if you want us to look over it, there's a fee for that. And if you want us to help you settle the things you guys can't negotiate, then hire me for that. That would be a great, that would be uh, generating leads, that'd be converting the leads, that'd be increasing transactions, right? Because he'd be getting a transaction fee for the seminar, he'd be getting a transaction fee for just looking over a document, and then he gets his transaction fee for helping settle the things they can't negotiate themselves right and the final thing of it is what are the let's just say he puts 25 people in a room and he does this this let's just say it's a four or five hour event yeah, workshop yeah um what is everybody gonna think at the end of the day they're gonna, he's the expert he's the expert. <laughs> he's the expert this guy's the expert and guess what's gonna happen when their friend is getting a divorce you need yeah. to call, you need to call mike he's exactly right and that's, that's ultimately what, when you can position your, an expert in any marketplace, whether you're a dentist, doctor, lawyer, um, or contractor, I don't care what it is, um, people are going to, your phone's going to ring. Yeah. Well, and, and then you talk about this, you could take that one piece of content. So you take the how to negotiate your divorce, that's his workshop. Then he can make little one or two minute videos talking about the posts on his LinkedIn or on Facebook probably is a better place for divorce type. Stuff. And then each one of those little Facebook lives is a little piece of, Hey, make the first thing to negotiate is, you know, custody of the children the, the, or the most difficult is custody of the children. Um, usually it's actually, well, I was talking to one of my divorce guys and it's like finances are usually pretty easy, except you get down to what the alimony is going to be and child support. But, but a lot of in the state of Georgia, uh, child support's almost like a, um, formulaic that's how it so you're not really gonna argue too much over that there's a little bit of leeway not a lot assets in georgia are not a big deal because we're a uh, uh it's 50 50 or 45 55 that's just kind of it's never going to be 70 30 in anybody's case um that's just not how georgia works and i don't know how florida works so it's not really going to be too much about the assets it could be do you want this house or the beach house or this house or the lake house you could argue about that but it's oops not sure what that is Sounds like my alarm for my uh, high-rise condo. I think we might be on fire. <laughs> All right, we're, we're okay, I guess. I'm not sure what's going on there, Dave. I'm on the 20th story, I'm a little worried. Um, well, is the pool behind you? I mean. <laughs> I can jump, it's only, I, it's on I the watched, ninth floor. So it's I only 10 Mel Gibson now. go off a, of, right? He, if Mel Gibson can do it, Matt, you can do it. <laughs> Certainly. I'm sure he didn't have any airbags around the no, pool. No, <laughs> Looked like he landed right in the pool. So. That's exactly right. Anyway, sorry we got distracted. But uh, I don't know where I, where I was. Well, where that's, that's the thing. is you were, you were talking about how to, how to use a league magnet, create more transactions. Yes. 
and ultimately, um, so we started talking about a dentist. And yeah. I think, um, where do we start with a client? And, yes. And that's always the, um, I would say, determine the target market. And then you do have to look at operations, I guess, a little bit and say, okay, are you, are you fulfilling your obligation to your customers or do you just not have enough customers? Right, right. Or are your obligations too high? I mean, yeah. that's a, I find that the case in, in, with a lot of people I work with, especially because I do work with a lot of contractors, is their obligations are very high. They've got four car, truck payments. They've got um, a lot of overhead. They, they owe a lot of vendors money. There's, uh, they owe American Express you know, a lot of money. They owe, owe everybody a lot of money. And it happens because the general contractors drag them out for months before they finally get their money. And it's a tough business that way. And they're like, well, what do I do? And I'm like, well, you know, I mean, that's so on, on a per case basis, you have to look at the business and say, okay, where are you? And what do we need to do? You know, cause sometimes there is no such thing as rapidly in business. I mean, if you want to, if you or I want to work with, a dentist and he's got to create a good sales letter and redo his website and uh, have a nice landing page. Got to create an email campaign. Well, all of those things. Okay. We need, we need a, a lead generation, uh, a lead magnet. We, we need to fix your landing page. We've got to uh, get you an email sequence. You got to do all these things. Well, then the next question is, well, who's going to do that? Okay. So then you've got to hire somebody to do that. Um, so it all depends on the client. If the client has the money to do that, that makes it a lot easier. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's funny you just mentioned that. So, so the three elements, right? We got to, we got to, we got to attract clients. We got to deliver service for the clients. We got to, we got to, what I call scale or service those existing clients. But the first thing it's now that I think about it out loud is, you know, I want you to find, you know, my book is called uh, uh, 45 minute breakthroughs. I can find 10 K in your business in 45 minutes or less. So part of that is, look, if we find the $10,000, then you'll have the cash to do the next thing, right? But then we go down the rabbit hole, like you were saying. Maybe they have enough business, but they're not, they're falling short on delivery. Like you were saying, hey, this, the contractor's got too much business, too many obligations. Gosh, how do I get that organized? Maybe that's where you start. Or maybe it's, I'm a, I'm a dentist and I don't, my seats aren't all full, right? So then it is attract. You know, how do I generate leads? How do I get people in the door, right? So, so maybe there's a first step on what's the most pressing need. I usually start and say, hey, if I find you a little money, first of all, you'll like me. But second of all, you'll have money to do something to fix your problems. And then we go down whichever rabbit hole where we take you, right? I need more, I need more leads. I need more. I can't deliver what I got or I'm, everything's going smoothly except my follow-up. Things fall through the crack, right? So may, maybe there is, I guess that was the start of this conversation. Is maybe there's an overlying, what do we start with? You know, tell us about your situation, where your problem is. We run them through our checklist, you know, the five-step profit formula or this attract, deliver, and scale type, uh, and then fix the most pressing urge. Maybe you start with something. Like I said, I typically start with my little 10K challenge just because I think I can find money. And then now we got money. Money solves a lot of problems. And, my, and, my, <laughs> and I'm always uh, start with more clients. Yeah. Just get more clients. And just get more clients. That's the hardest clients, thing. Money. They say that the hardest thing in business is not to sell more to existing clients. It's to get new clients. Right. So if we do that effectively, I everything else takes care of itself. I just got to assume that, okay, that's, that's the tough part. Let's get the tough part out of the way. And, and then let's, let's, because it's not that tough to get new clients. 
If well, you, but the, and, and that's what's funny. I think that's what 95% of business owners think, that that is the hardest part. Gosh, if I just got in front of more people, if I just had more clients, all, all would be solved, right? Well, we want to get the right clients, like we always yeah. talk about. And that's where target market target is. Target market. And let's, uh, let's get the right clients. Let's get them coming to you. And, and if, I'm, if we're talking about a dentist, I'd say, let's get them coming to you and, and, offer, and looking for your premier services. So your lead magnet is generated to get premier services and another lead magnet, which like we talked about last time, maybe a monthly thing going on, where the other thing is to get people on a, a repeat transaction where it's a service that isn't done by you, the professional. It's done by one of your people so you can have a higher margin. Even if you're paying out half the money and it costs you 10% of your profit there to uh, generate the lead, you're still at a 40% margin. And you do that you do that four or five times an hour. And before long, you're not so worried that your chairs are filled with people who, who you're not working on because then you can go play golf three times a week. And so, <laughs> well, most dentists take off Friday and half a day Wednesday anyway. They do. They're already taking a day and a half a week off. Exactly. So, <laughs> All right. Pretty good. So wrapping up, uh, how we start off is kind of, we usually like to start off with, you like to start off with more clients, more customers. I usually start off with what I call my 10K challenge, kind of find you some money. Either one of those, getting new clients or finding cash flow in the business is finding money to then tackle the biggest problem, which might be more leads, more lead generation. It might be I've got too much. I'm not very well organized inside. Um, and then we kind of go down, I call it going down the rabbit hole, right? You run through your steps, your steps, my steps, and we go deeper into whatever rabbit hole you need to go down into. But we run you through the same steps each time. Each well, you got to get, you got to get, I mean, there's only really, I mean, you got to get more customers. You got to get increased the frequency of, of those transactions with those customers. And I think you need to charge more. I mean, you call uh, or higher prices or bundling, like you, yeah, you like to call it bundling. I like to say charge more um, because most people don't charge enough for their service. Um, and it's surprising how um, how many people are afraid to raise their prices because they're afraid to offend that customer. And ultimately, if they don't raise their prices, they're never going to be able to serve that customer long term because they might not be around. So in order to serve your customers, you have to charge the right amount of money. And sometimes that means a price increase every year. But that's the best way to serve your customers is by making sure that you're going to be here for many years to come. I mean, it's, I think it's critical. I think that's very viable. All right, man. Uh, where can we find Dave Mulvaney? DavidMulvaney.com. You can find me on LinkedIn. And uh, that's, those are the two spots. I do a webinar uh, most Thursdays. Uh, I've been doing them every Thursday for a while. Um, they're becoming very educational. Um, on my webinars over the next few weeks, I am going to be offering um, 30 days of, of coaching at no cost. Um, so you get your first 30 days free. And then from that point on, we, uh, if I accept you as a client, I don't want to just say, I'll just take anybody because I won't, because I absolutely won't. You've got to be, I've got to know that you're going to do an extra half a million to 3 million in the next 12 months if I coach you. Uh, because like you, I mean, it's easy to find $10,000 in somebody's business, but if all they're going to do is gross 20,000, they're not my target market. I, I need to help people who really want to grow their business. And then, so I do have an assessment before I take somebody on as a client. But if they fit in my target market, then I'll absolutely work with them and get first 30 days of coaching free. And by then they've made money and they'll never have to worry about my fees. So. There you go. That's like Takimori. That's what he's doing now. 
That's good. pretty good. So what are we going to do, Matt? Mine is uh, 10xprofitblueprint.com and also on LinkedIn. I actually just wrote an article on target market. Uh, I think I just posted that yesterday on LinkedIn. So good. a little video to go with it. Both those websites will be in the show notes. And Matt, we will uh, talk soon. All right, man. See you. Take care.